0: I'm your host, founder, and executive producer at the Film Fund, Thomas Verity. I'm also an award winning filmmaker, producer, and film festival judge. I started the Film Fund to give filmmakers an easier, alternative way to get their films funded. Instead of working on a screenplay, crowdfunding campaign, or grant application, you write one sentence pitching your film for a chance to receive up to $10,000 and other prizes to make it. Our Spring 2021 narrative and documentary funding contests are in full swing, so don't forget to submit your pitch. Check us out at thefilmfund.co to enter your one-sentence pitch for a chance to receive up to $10,000 to make your film. And we want to remind listeners the contests do happen regularly. So if you're listening at a later date, check the website at thefilmfund.co for the most up-to-date information. Today we have Lynn, Maya, and Annette today to the audience as previous winners of the Film Fund Documentary Funding Contest. I want to welcome them and thank them so much for coming. It's Lynn Ferguson, Annette from, hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, and... Maya LaPearl. Uh, Maya La Say that right? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Always fun doing uh, multiple guests on the podcast and keeping everyone's name straight. So, thank you guys so much, for, or gals, I guess I should say, so much for coming, making this time work. Um, Lynn, could you start? Give us a brief background on yourself?
1: Uh, yeah. My name is Lynn Ferguson, and um, I live with my uh, family. We live on the Port Madison Indian Reservation. In Suquamish, Washington, uh, it's across the water from Seattle, and uh, I run the Native Horsemanship Youth Program, which is a free program. Uh, it's to uh, support low-income kids and special needs kids who often don't get a chance to, you know, have horses in their lives. But it also preserves uh, Numina or Comanche uh, horse training methods that i learned from my family even though uh, i have descendancy from the cherokee nation when my family was being moved to the during the removal uh, they ended up staying in comanche country and um, that's where my great grandpa learned these kind of methods and i noticed that they work really well with uh with kids that have been in trauma. I have a lot of kids, but I also raised a bunch of my other relatives, little relatives, and they did really well uh, with the horses and this method. So that's, that's what I do. Um, I play music for a living. So that's what supported uh, the horse program. But now that I'm mostly retired and so I write grants, <laughs> and we get donations to sell music and do music fundraisers to keep this program going, which has been going since 1998. That's awesome. So, yeah, it, it is really great. But I do wanna did want to get a film done. I'd spoken with Annette and then Maya, and uh, we're trying to get this together. There's going to be a summit of Native horsemanship, uh, different people, and Different tribes that do native horsemanship, and um, I wanted to have something to show them. That'll be next year, hopefully. You know, have it live. I think at University of New Mexico, maybe. And I'd like to, I'd like to have something to show other tribes, you know, that this can be done. It's, it's inexpensive if you have, if you have uh, land, and you, you have an appropriate horse, and and this, you know, your cultural knowledge, and it's so. That's why I was interested in having a, a, a short documentary done about it. And also, I've done a lot of audio posts <laughs> for film and TV. So I figured that I, that I could save money, you know, by doing it <laughs> myself. Awesome. So, um, you know, that I just thought it would be a good way to be able to bring this to other tribes and other communities. Because it's worked really well for... Um, to bring horses to communities that don't generally get to have horses in their lives because of, uh, well, different things, but a lot is financial reasons. Mm-hmm. And the same is with uh, these treat, the kids that needs to have treatment. Some kind of, you know, it helps with kids who have different special needs, maybe on the spectrum, autism spectrum, or in a wheelchair. And we don't charge, so they, there's no issue with insurance or you know anything like uh-huh. that. So it's just bringing it to more people.
0: That's great. So so many that, questions about that. That's but it. We will definitely okay. get into it. Uh, Maya, could you give us a brief background?
2: Yeah. Um, so I am, I was a teacher formerly, and, and an artist, and I recently sort of started transitioning into journalism, audio and video journalism. Um, I am a grad student at the University of Oregon in their multimedia journalism program, and I met Lynn, well, I talked to Lynn first several years ago when she was on a podcast that I was working on called How I Get By, um, and her and her program have just been on my mind ever since. We, we kind of briefly talked about wouldn't it be so cool for someone to make a movie up there and, um... Or video and um, yeah, so so I I have talked to Lynn more recently about, especially around around um, her her kind of explanation of how people can learn to set boundaries through their work with the horses and um, people whose family members struggle with addiction or alcoholism, which is something that I have experienced with, too, and I thought that it would be so wonderful to really highlight that in a video.
0: Awesome. You guys have super interesting backgrounds to create this really unique film. Um, Annette, how do you fit in to this? So film I'm an, an independent
3: background. filmmaker based in Seattle, and I do um, okay. videos for... Clients, my background is in environmental communication, so I've done a lot of work for clients on um, oh, water quality, hazardous waste, salmon recovery, that kind of thing. And I also have a passion for the outdoors mm. and have recently been producing documentaries uh, for myself, really. <laughs> you know how it is to fund documentaries. Producing uh, documentaries about yeah. <laughs> uh, kids kids and um, sports in the out of doors I did one about girls on ice some girls that go up high into the mountains and learn about field science and outdoor skills and teamwork stuff like that and I'm currently working on one about the Madhau Valley Nordic team which is a bunch of young skiers learning how to be sort of champions in themselves and so Lynn had approached me because she saw the girls in glaciers film and she's like oh and that's really interested in the kind of work that my program is doing so then. We started talking about the film and then, you know, the pandemic happened and various things happened. And so, you know, yeah. that's where we are. How's that, Lynn?
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, that, all, that sounds great. Uh, so it sounds super interesting. Could you give us a brief explanation of what the Native Horsemanship Youth Program is? Exactly. I, I kind of am getting it. And you say oh. it's, it's helping, um, you know, maybe people who have special needs or are on the spectrum a bit. But what is it really?
1: it's um well I, our mission statement is to we're a nonprofit and uh our mission statement is to not only preserve these methods these ways of being with horses but it's also to pro- to teach them and to teach these methods to a, you know another generation and also to provide this kind of healing that horses do there we did started doing this a long time ago just because well i mean everybody knows what is do they say the outside of a horse is good for the inside of a person i've never heard that these kind of things (laughs) oh yeah i think it's a winston churchill quote that's awesome but it's horses are particularly healing and lately since i've started this program they have been used have equine therapy and actually that's how our insurance reads um even mm-hmm. though i didn't know what that was it wasn't anything but people did start to be able to monetize it mm-hmm. because it does help like kids on the spectrum we have kids that come out and some they'll just almost always start speaking if they've been nonverbal. Wow. and i don't know what the issue is with that but if you've read uh temple grandin's work um she is on the spectrum and is excellent writer and they've made movies of her life she i believe that it works being around horses the way we do horses but probably any horse but kids on the spectrum are like horses horses Mm -hmm. like everything to be the same every day all the time Mm -hmm. they don't like big surprises they don't like a lot of yelling and screaming they don't like they like things to be like they're supposed to be and i think i've seen it so often our horses are just loose it's they're out in a big field and that's seen it even even with our fundraisers they're still just wandering around because they're just part of the family Mm. well they the horse recognizes kids and people on the spectrum the horse is like oh this two-legged is very much like me i see that and Mm. If they're prepared, well-prepared for what kids on the spectrum might do or what kids who've been in trauma might do, if they're well-prepared for that and they trust the handler and all their needs are taken care of, they Uh get to be out in a herd, they get to eat all day, they can wander around, they're not locked up, then it's just healing. They just happen to be really healing animals. I don't know why, but Uh I've seen it. And I don't have any training in that. I'm just a musician. Yeah. So I don't know. But I can see, obviously, that there's some kind of healing going on, mm-hmm. when, especially when they see kids on the spectrum. That's so interesting. Often the kids – I used my stallion, and um, he passed away recently. It's been very hard for us. Yeah, he was sorry, our main horse. Um, but I've the kids would just – ride him they would like lay down on him or have their heads to his behind laying down with their arms and their legs down on his sides Mm -hmm. a lot of times kids want on the spectrum want to have a lot of contact and horses are really good for that you can hug a horse Mm -hmm. and and they have so what we teach also is the way that i was taught to do horses which is with the very least possible that they're very sensitive and if you have a good bond with them they're uh, intuitive and you can see that in a herd they'll all move the same almost like a murmuration of birds but so we teach the kids and we teach the horses when we want to stop we're gonna have a good relationship already and when the child thinks about spot stopping their body changes and they blow their air out and the horse will stop and almost any horse will stop even that has if you're riding a horse and you have developed a connection with that horse and they seem to be like you you know then horses just will stop with that amount even when a horse is running around around you maybe at liberty and you bring your eyes down they will slow down horses will respond to very little they don't need to be kicked or pulled on and so we teach the kids to do this and so there's a very little uh, there's a almost a dance going on or like when you're in a band everybody's mm-hmm. working together and sounds good right and that is a uh, op- opposite from a lot of things i've seen where it's it's like we're gonna hurt this thing until it does yeah. what we want why um <laughs> i against that
0: why highlight it in a documentary short film what was the inspiration for that
1: oh well that way originally it was for the uh originally it was for other tribes okay but now i see for for everybody because we don't need to do so much with horses mm. to to get them on board we have to establish a bond and then there's no need for this i think it must seem to horses that when you do it the other way people are always screaming at them and yelling mm. Instead of just saying talking normally, um, so that's why. Because I think with a documentary, you can see right. you can see that yeah. that there's nothing there's nothing I'm doing that's stopping the horse. I'm not pulling on reins mm-hmm. or anything. There's no reins. I'm gonna breathe and let my air it's out not, and um, think about it, and the horse is gonna it's not stop.
0: staged like a, a narrative film would be. It's more cinema verite, where you're looking in at the horse almost. Observing in it.
1: a way but then also to see if you see the kids with the horses mm. there's i i really do want to have film of one kid who uh, his mother did get him a horse mm. and uh, that just shows what can happen if the child has enough if they have enough privilege to have be able to have that um it can make a huge Mm. difference. Uh, It's amazing. But even with just once or twice a week for an hour or two makes a huge Mm -hmm. difference. And often we'll have them, tribes will send kids out, like the little tiny kids from the daycare, the kids that are in trauma will come in the morning because then they're happy and relaxed and non-confrontational all day.
0: Mm -hmm. Annette, this might be a good question for you or anyone. Feel free to jump in. What was uh, production like? Of <laughs> what <the> film?
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have a little bit of footage. <laughs> right. And uh, that's okay. all we have. The fund that's fundraiser. all we have is just footage of the uh And so I shot I the shot performance of the fundraiser. At fundraiser. The fundraiser okay. And then we shot some interaction with some people with the horses. And then the pandemic happened. and
0: mm. Gotcha. So still... In production, I guess you could say.
3: Yeah, pretty early, pretty early in production, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, oh, of the footage you did get, um, what was some of the more challenging aspects of that?
3: Um, I I, don't, I seem to remember this horse that we couldn't gather or something. Is that the other end of the meadow? Do I remember that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think so. And <laughs> yes. Anybody who, Annette, though, is really being nice about herself because I don't know. You have to be a really good filmmaker and be uh, relaxed because it's just out in the middle of nowhere in a giant 30-acre piece and a bunch of horses milling around. (laughs) You have no protection. But they're all good. You know, they've all been. But, yeah, and there was one, I forget who we couldn't get. We have a new one now uh, that's very, very... You know, that would be a problem probably for the filmmaker. Yeah, is, is I she just wouldn't so friendly. Memory, so I wouldn't let me My memory is like, know, don't go wrangle keep her. her on
3: the other side of the fence is my memory. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was yep. Skywalker,
1: yes. She's yeah. better now. She's yeah. all way good now, Annette. So you won't have a problem with her. But, yeah. my, and it was interesting uh, to
3: watch what Lynn's talking about, about the horses, because like, she walks up to this horse and she says a little something – and then like takes this rein, it just goes like that, and the horse turns left and just takes rein and the horse turns right and it's like, that was it. She's just oh, standing no. there talking to it and the horse <laughs> turned turned like it was gonna go the other way. So I thought that was really wow. interesting to see. You know. Yeah. Mm. And then you talked Lynn you talked Lynn about how I want to uh, okay. Um, and I think I might have a little footage of that about You know, she would, like, just have the kid, like, drape over the horse, and then the horse would walk around the meadow. You know, no uh, saddle or anything. And the horse just hanging out there so that the kid and the horse are getting to trust each other before they do anything else. Oops. We lost him. Wow.
2: Yeah, we can hear you, but can't Uh, see you. you. Yeah, just your video.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I I think because we're on different coasts, the connection might be a little iffy, but um, it does still record locally on each person's computer so it should be fine even if the video cuts out for a second um but that's also interesting i want to read the the winning pitch from your team we want to show how special needs youth are learning ways to communicate with horses through our native horsemanship youth program and we would use the funds to pay for audio post-production so i mean that's just it's so it was so interesting to our judges how i mean you have special needs youth there and they're, they're communicating with horses and just something about the name of native horsemanship youth program. I don't know. It was just something that really, really intrigued us. Um, with your project, I guess, what drew you to the film fund?
1: Oh, I forget where I saw, well, I think because I'm always looking at grants okay. and something came up in my feed about your grants. And also I know, cause one of my daughters, uh, she went to a uh, we're in Chicago, the uh, College of Art. There studying film, okay. and um, and then one of my son-in-laws, he's a videographer and works in just commercial work and photography. And I, I'm interested. I've always been interested in trying to get this out there for other tribes, mm. and I just found it it came up in my feed somewhere and I thought what a great idea one sentence because grant writing is so (laughs) very very I'm having a lot of input actually now with um larger foundations and Annette I can't thank you enough for the idea that you got from Banff about uh about oh yeah, yeah, interesting, huh?
3: Impact grants. Awesome.
1: I think we're going to get this next impact grant, a 3-year awesome. grant. I I can't believe it. I I'm stunned, but that all because you said that. We we looked it up and one of my volunteers who's uh, becoming a board member, she her partner said, "Here's this one. It was due like in 6 days." Oh, wow. And we went on a Zoom meeting with them. It's Group Health Foundation. Okay. So it's well, really amazing. Yeah, we. Um, that's why, because it said great. Okay,
0: gotcha. Yeah, we um, just always. I've submitted to a bunch of film grants, and I know as a filmmaker, I know how tedious it can be. Those twenty-page applications. Do they, do they even get read? I don't know. Depends on the organization, I guess. But um, I, the film fund came about for me trying to fund my own short film. I was back in college, and I was so frustrated because I was like, it had already been named a semi-finalist in the screenwriting contest out in LA and I was like why is no one funding this thing it was already like it's already a good script we already know that so we were like all right just make it as simple as possible write one sentence so that's what we try to do we try to make it as simple as we possibly can and still get to the story there and with this one I just think we were incredibly lucky to receive your um, submission because this seems like a really unique program and it seems like you're really doing important work um, and I just I can't I know COVID has put a brief pause on production but hopefully as things begin to open up um, your team can get the footage that you need to complete the film because it just seems like such an interesting project and an interesting uh, program
1: I'm sure we will and uh, Maya I like Maya's idea that she approached me and we had already were kind of in pause with with Annette but her idea about how it ad- how it does relate to addiction and boundaries so hmm. much because you're not, Safe. If you have an addicted loved one, um, you aren't, if that person is in active addiction, you're not safe without good boundaries. Yeah. And we're not safe anyway without good boundaries. But with a horse, there's some horses that are not as safe, and you have to have way bigger boundaries with those horses. And then these horses we use in our program, like little chocolate Batman. She's a little mini, she's so tiny, and she's really old. Nobody has to have any boundaries with her yeah. because she doesn't have any teeth and she doesn't really like to get up. <laughs> so there she's fine. But then we have another larger, younger horse that we're training for the program, but we can only have certain kids in there working with him because he's you have to have bigger boundaries uh-huh. with him because he doesn't know, you know, as much, whatever reason. Or horses that have been abused. If people are coming in contact with them, you will need boundaries even while you're regaining that horse's trust. Just like people, so it it teaches you a lot about how to deal with people that you might love, but you might need to have some type of detachment and boundaries with love there. And and that's easy to do with horses because they weigh 1,200 (laughs) pounds, and you better
2: have a boundary. Yeah.
0: That's so interesting. Maya tell me a little bit about uh, your role in the production?
2: well, you know i'm I'm newly involved in the production. We just okay. sort of started talking about it again recently. Um, mm-hmm. so I've just just sort of been in conversation with Lynn and Annette so far and 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 I know about Lynn's program from speaking to her before. and yeah, mm. so gotcha. that's where I'm at
0: okay, cool she's gonna event. come for a visit okay very cool <laughs> and what advice would you give so i guess lynn you were the one who submitted the pitch sentence what advice would you give to other filmmakers who are looking to submit to film fun contests
1: <laughs> he probably asked uh, i probably ask ned and maya but i'm assuming it's like it is making you know a, an album and uh this one, the album that's coming out for a fundraiser now is my 20th one and I know how hard it is to do that. Um, My advice is secure funding. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, but, uh, not only, you know, you have to have your artistic vision, of course, and, and you can secure funding. Just go at it with a positive attitude because there is funding out Mm -hmm. there. And if you, you really want to do it, you will get it done. But, uh, it's discouraging, so I guess it would be don't be discouraged.
0: Okay, don't be discouraged, yeah. <laughs> and we do hold multiple contests uh, per year if you if you enter one. and
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Also, the, the fact that you do feedback. Yes. That I really appreciated.
0: Mm. Yeah, and a lot of people, you know, you wouldn't think getting feedback on one sentence, but we do send paragraphs of feedback um, for an extra $10 if you want to get feedback on your pitch because it can really help, you know, we can tell you what we're looking for in the pitch. And even if you don't submit again, it's it's just good to have that feedback to know how to strengthen your pitch and your project and make a really compelling story. And and really that's what we're interested in producing compelling stories that have conflict um, and that are interesting to people. Um, So yeah, feedback is very, very important and we take a lot of pride in the time we spend writing that feedback too. Anyone else have any advice for, filmmakers out there it can be about entering a film fund or it can just be about being a filmmaker well when
3: Maya and I were talking about this and and we said well it says advice for aspiring filmmaker and she goes well that's what I feel like and I was like well that's what I feel like and I told her about this (laughs) um, documentary filmmakers retreat I had gone to once where the keynote speaker who had just won best director at Sundance was questioning whether she was a real filmmaker. And so I think the advice is, it comes with the,
0: Wow, they call that it, a, Exactly, it comes syndrome. with the
3: territory. You took the words out of my mouth. It comes with the territory. We all have this mm. imposter syndrome. We think we don't know what we're doing. And so I think the thing is, you just gotta go out and do mm. it. And you're gonna make a mistake, yeah, but totally you know, agree. one of, another filmmaker told me one time, well, you're gonna make mistakes, but as you get better, you make different mistakes. <laughs> so, let's do
0: that, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. all about just learning from that process, that. Okay.
2: too. Yeah. Just, you know, turn on your camera as often as you can and capture mm. things. Especially, I mean, I guess if you're doing documentary like we are, right. just start filming it.
0: I love that. Turn on your camera and capture things. I mean, I think I think even in narrative filmmaking that can apply. People put so much, I mean, like, yeah, pre-production is so important. I love storyboarding and planning everything out as much as I can, but... Sometimes you just have to go with your instincts. You just have to turn the camera on and capture things. Um, and I think you can get really great. Well, I think also, well, Lynn, Maya, and Nat, I want to take, thank you so much for taking the time to speak today. Um, oh, do you want yeah, to add I just else say that? Also, do you want to say, also, I think
3: there? that one of the things that's really important is to try to find other people, whether that's people that are collaborators, people mm-hmm. that you can provide support and feedback, that, that, you know, don't try to do it on your own. Like, you know, you even just providing the feedback on the grants I mean, any kind of feedback you can get on your work or your attempts to fund it, I think can be really helpful to um, make you go further. Yeah,
0: Yeah. totally. I I think that's really great too. You should always listen to feedback too. You don't always have to agree with it, but I think getting additional perspectives on what you're creating can maybe help lead you to the next decision. I remember I I went to, I heard another
3: filmmaker once who said, you know about funding, and she said, you know, the grant process, you know, the best thing about it to her was not necessarily that she got the money, but it made a better film because the feedback they gave her back helped her hone the story more, helped her be more precise about where she was going and what she yep. was trying to do.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. Well, I want to thank you guys for, I keep saying guys, I'm the only it's guy okay. on today's episode. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Lynn, Maya, Annette, for taking the time to speak today. Um, Could you plug your social media contest, your uh, social media channels for us so we know where to check you out online if you have them?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. You could go to nativehorsemanship.org, and there's a donate button there if anybody wants to donate. It's all tax deductible. Very cool. um, Because we're free. And then I think (laughs) I try on social media. I'm just – Lynn Ferguson and then there is of course the Native Horsemanship. Some of the parents have made pages. I'm off the grid so I've seen Native Horsemanship in Suquamish Native Horsemanship in Palsbo and then on Instagram I just (laughs) Lynn loves Chocolate Batman and Chocolate (laughs) Batman is our little tiny mini horse that's that's really old and it's (laughs) those are my Okay. (laughs) But YouTube you can usually find me on YouTube with the new music. Awesome. And I think uh, musical. I think the new single is coming out this week, and the fundraiser. You can always find me if you look on the website.
0: Okay, cool. Everyone, check that out. And my, my website Annette, did you want
3: to is framcom f r a h m com dot com. Com. com, and uh, Annette okay. from on Facebook. <laughs> Very cool. And my Instagram's a little inactive, so I don't usually talk about it too much. Same, same though. Okay. A M from We
0: don't need okay. to promote that one. <laughs> cool
3: and i'm also on vimeo under annette
2: Fromm too yeah oh. okay yeah i mean I, you could find me on vimeo and youtube myla pearl m-a-i-a-l-a-p-e-r-l-e or i'm on instagram too um m-a-i-a-l-e-e-l-a that's my hat awesome.
0: <laughs> we will check those out for sure and i want to remind everyone that we do have Funding contests currently open right now, so be sure to check them out. Um, The current deadline is, let's see, I'm blanking on the deadline of my own contest, so we're going to look it up (laughs) if my internet connection starts working. Okay, we'll circle back to that, but check out the website for the most up-to-date information about our um, funding contests. Oh, here we go. The deadline for the current funding contest is... June 29th, 2021 at 11.59 p.m. So you have until June 29th. Thank you, Comcast, for my amazingly slow internet connection. It took so long <laughs> for that to load. Maybe you'll sponsor the next episode. But I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. And remember, our contests are open. Check out thefilmfund.co to submit your entry. Check out our social media. And we have awesome prizes this time. We have Split gift cards. We have Expressway Cinema Rental, two-day rental kits for Blackmagic, URSA, mini g2 and i think an re lens kit for that for two days of your rentals. so be sure to check that out and check out our blog at thefilmfund.co slash blog for great filmmaking and producing tips sign up for our newsletter follow us on social media to stay up to date on what's happening at the film fund and you might learn something we also have a resources page where we wrote a brand new ebook the ultimate guide to pre-production to learn how to plan out your shoots budgeting shooting schedules casting calls all that kind of stuff in that pre-production guide and learn how to do that pre-production process. If you want to support the community and awesome projects like this Native Youth Horsemanship project, uh, check out the merch. We have merchandise as well. And if you enter the film fund, you'll actually receive a code on your receipt that will give you, I think, 20% discount on the merchandise. If you want to get a cool hat or sweatshirt like I'm wearing here, that is all the plugs for today. So, thank you all for listening through that. Annette, Maya, Lynn, thanks again for coming on the show. So awesome to learn about your stories. And we can't wait to see your production resume. Uh, COVID pending, obviously. So, everybody stay safe out there. Anyone else want to add anything before we wrap up tonight?
1: Thanks so much, Tom. Awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah, and thank, thank you, Maya you. And, and Annette. Thank you for so your much. Awesome. Great Talk to everybody idea for soon.
3: I'm going to apply for another film.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're very welcome. (laughs) Awesome, (laughs) awesome. Glad to hear it. Thanks. Have a good night, everyone. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye.